Hey everyone, it's your girl Malika Turner with a rewind of episode 12 with Melissa Rogers. She shares her pivot experience moving from the United States to Paris, France with her family, the job opportunity and the challenges that came with it. I can't wait to you hear about how she was able to navigate through change and still stay true to her desire and her goals. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, we've got Melissa Rogers all the way from Paris, France on the Pivot Podcast, episode 12, sharing the joys and the challenges of her Pivot experience. You don't want to miss this one. everyone. This is the Pivot Podcast, where we talk to women who are making major changes in their lives, changes that are going to impact not only the people around them, but the people who are at large and and directly connected to them. So we're excited today. We have a wonderful speaker all the way from Paris. But before I go into that, I want to remind you to check out our podcast on Spotify. Pivot is also on Apple Podcasts. I want you to make sure that you share it with friends. I know that you have folks out there who need to know this good, solid information. And I want to make sure that you not only listen for yourself, but share the Pivot Podcast with others. Make sure you do some reviewing on the Apple Podcast. We want to make sure that we are the gift that keeps on giving. So I'm excited. I know there is so much going on in our world today with COVID-19 and This actually is the time that many folks are being forced to pivot. And and we're going to have a special episode about that coming up. But I definitely want to bring this guest on who's going to share with you their experience about pivoting and, and some of the strategies they've learned and some advice they want to give you, our Pivot family. I'm so excited to have Melissa Rogers, who is here from, she is lives in Paris, um, and she's going to share a little bit about her. I've known Melissa almost, almost all of her life, <laughs> and I'm really delighted to have her come. So, so, I mean, I hope you have a pen. I hope you have some paper. Some of y'all ain't working right now. So this is a good time to take in some good information and some really take some nuggets that are that's going to help you currently and even as you move forward in your future. And so um, I'm just going to, in this particular episode, I'm going to let Melissa just tell about, talk about herself, talk about where she is now, um, who she is, and and I'm just going to let her go for it. So Melissa, why don't you introduce yourself and talk a little bit to the Pivot family about your Pivot experience? Well, gee, Malika, you've really given me quite a setup. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on today. As you said, I am living and working in Paris, France. I have a background in uh, communications, and currently I'm working in corporate communications for an oil and gas company that is based here in Paris. So my pivot experience is that uh, two and a half years ago, I, along with my husband and two children, uh, decided that it was time to make a move. We left Houston, Texas, where I had been working for the same company, and took a transfer and moved to Paris as expatriates. 
And the assignment is anywhere between three and five years. And so we really made quite a commitment from the beginning to move our entire lives to Paris. That included getting set up the kids in school. It included my husband leaving the job that he had in Houston and taking a gamble on an opportunity here in Paris. And for me, changing work languages, changing offices, changing colleagues, and setting up um, an experience here where I could grow professionally and personally. Wow. So see, here we are, we're talking about change. And as you know, Pivot Family, we talk about that that experience where we 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 stop and we make a, a just a total change, right? We 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 turn direction. We're like, okay, the direction I'm going in is great, but you you're, you are either forced to make a change or you choose to make a change. So it sounded like, or sounds like, Melissa, you chose to make this change. Something you were excited about. Is that correct? I was very excited about the change. It was definitely a huge change. We moved continents. And so it changed everything about our lives, our daily lives. It put us uh, six hours uh, time difference between where we were uh, and the time zone here. So that has made us very far away from family and friends. It took us away from all that we had known, the comforts of the United States, and put us square in the middle of the European Union in a time of a political and social upheaval, I would say. There's a lot of tension and division, and uh, you get to see things from a very different perspective moving from uh, the United States to Europe, just finding out what people around you think about America, about Mm. how they feel about uh, Americans and our culture and our president, our political system. So it's definitely been an eye-opening experience, not to mention how much I had to get used to and the family culturally. There are quite a few cultural shifts. So it was something that I chose. And uh, I had been in France before, back in college, and I've always wanted to return. So it was an awesome opportunity to return for an extended period of time, learn the language, have my kids become bilingual. But it also came with quite a few challenges Culture shock is no joke. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I, I'm laughing now. I'm <laughs> laughing now, but it's not funny. <laughs> right. So I'm sure there might have been a few tears that have been shed. <laughs> More than a few. <laughs> <laughs> In the midst of wanting. So, you know, we talk about the whole idea of folks who have been who have wanted to, you know, you're, you're forced to make the change. And many, as we're dealing with COVID-19, many folks are going to be forced to pivot. Right. So that's that's happening right now. And so that's what we're talking about, making that change. But when you choose to make the change, you change, you're enthusiastic about it. You're looking there's like this anxiety, good anxiety, like you're excited. Right. And then you get there and realize with your choice, there are challenges. Absolutely. And I would say that. The the cultural shock curve is a real thing. You know, if you look that up, if you Google it, you can see all kinds of psychologists who talk about the changes that you have when you when you change cultures. And I can tell you that there is so much excitement and it quickly dissipates uh, because you become faced with changes that are very uncomfortable. And so, you know, one of the things that's very uncomfortable here is, for example, the amount of distance that people put between themselves and other people. In the United States, we're used to about a three-foot difference in 
uh, us and another person. And here, people have no problem invading your personal space and getting about one foot away from you. So it's very uncomfortable, and it's something that happens on a consistent basis. That's just one example of something that you have to get used to that can make you very uncomfortable. There are also um, many different um, administrative, government, uh, cultural norms that you have to adjust to. Um, I had to navigate uh, the grocery store where I'm not used to getting, uh, I, I don't get the same products that I was getting before right. trying to find substitutes. Even hair products, for instance, became a major undertaking <laughs> <laughs> to try to locate hair products or a hair salon. Right, right, right. Once you get there, can you even explain what you want? Can you explain what you need? Um, you know, you. it's one thing to learn a language in class, but living a life where you have to explain to a pediatrician what your child has been exposed to or how many vaccines they've wow. had for in another language is a completely new experience. Wow, 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 wow. So you knew you, you could speak the language. You were familiar. I was familiar with the language. I would say I thought I spoke the language until I got here and realized I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> you know like learning curve. You've got a you full time job. <laughs> I could ask directions, but if someone asked me uh, to make a pr proposal for event management, which is a part of my job, okay. and to explain what I want on a PowerPoint presentation and what I wanted to say and the tone that I wanted to convey, mm -hmm. I mean, that's a whole other level of language acquisition. Right. Wow. So, and, and there are, you know, I'm thinking about just your family, your children, um, your husband just making that change. It, it, there has to be a, a level of connectedness. You become a closer unit. If you weren't before, you you become even closer because that's who your that's your support, right? We have each other, and that has been a real source of strength mm -hmm. and a source of encouragement, even in our most difficult times. Mm -hmm. We know that we're a team, and I think that you know there are there is a tendency, oftentimes, when you're very independent and comfortable in your life, to get comfortable. And I think the discomfort actually drew us together, and it has kept us very bonded because we only have each other as a cultural reference or to reference what there has been before and also the teamwork that's required to get settled in a new place. For instance, when I came here, my job was very demanding. I'm, I was brought here as an expatriate. They invested a lot in me and they had high expectations for my ability to deliver. And so that made my husband primary person at home for a time who had to help get the children settled in school, take them to their initial doctor's appointments, and all of that in a foreign language. We also don't have a car. We had a car in the United States. We don't have a car here, so you have to na navigate public transportation. And so it was oftentimes that, you know, I'd be on the phone looking up Google Maps, telling him how to get somewhere. Right, <laughs> because, right. You know, I know what to look for on the computer. I know the language a little bit better, but he's the one who's actually out there doing it. So really, really strengthen our teamwork, for sure, as a result of this experience. Wow, that's great. And so what we find is that you said a few things, and I want to just bring those to life a little bit. In our pivot experience, and I think I'm, I, I want to address our pivot family, those who are listening, when you when you're talking about that pivot experience, and I think this has been a common thread throughout um, our episodes, you're going to experience some discomfort. You're going to experience some level of adjustment. Um, it's just it's it's not ease, but but it doesn't mean that it's not good. 
right? So it doesn't mean that it's not a good thing. Um, but as you pivot, you're really going to have to learn how to navigate through the discomfort, navigate through. And it sounds like what you have there, which is nice, it's almost built in, is um, your support system. So we need a support system when we're pivoting. We, we It's not something we can do alone. It, that's important. It absolutely isn't something you can do alone. And I... I feel that there have been many people who have who God has placed in my life mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that have helped me in this experience. I've developed closer relationships with people over the phone. I found that I've become better at communicating what I need to other people. And I it also, you know, having life changes forces you to really come to grips with your needs and wants are and being able to articulate them. You have to be able to advocate for yourself. You have to be able to say, this is getting to be too much or I need help. Right. Or maybe this isn't exactly what I expected. And to be able to have that honesty with yourself and tell people what you need from them, tell people what you want. And then you find that you can actually have some needs met because you're able to speak up for yourself more. And I think that these sorts of uncomfortable experiences make us stronger because we have to be able to self-advocate and we have to be able to express ourselves in order to be able to move forward. So yeah, that see, that's something that you said this nicely, that, that whole idea of being able to communicate effectively. Here you are, it's kind of ironic. You're in a situation where you've, you've pivoted to a whole nother continent, you know, and it's like, that's a serious pivot at your, in communications. That's what the, the, your job is, but, but you have to be able to, that's an area where you grew and where you had to learn how to advocate for yourself. Um, and, and I think that a lot of times as women, when we're going through, I mean, we have a lot of hats to wear, you know, I think it's just how we're yes. built. I think we're made that way. I, I just think God made us that way, that we're able to take on a lot of different roles. But communication is that key ingredient that we we miss. We feel like I got it. I can do this. I'm not I, I'm not a failure. I got it. And what it does is it really builds up with inside of us. And sometimes it's hard to function. It really stifles our ability to move forward, our ability to be creative when we're bogged down with so many different roles or so many different things. So to be able to say, stop, I can't do this. I need help. Um, could you show me this? I mean, it sounds like that's something that's really been a growth area for you just in this, this conversation. And, and many women need to hear that, that it's okay to ask for help. It absolutely, it's necessary. A situation where you're truly in a pivot experience and you're truly in a new space, it's natural and normal that you wouldn't know exactly how to do everything and get it exactly right the first time. Mm -hmm. That is natural and normal. It's not something to be ashamed of. It's not something to hide. And so I would say about this experience for me, it's taught me a lot more flexibility and it's taught me a lot more humility because mm. when you move into an environment where you're not familiar and it's outside of your comfort zone, you have to be flexible to accept what this change means and be willing to take the steps necessary, even if the steps you thought they should or what they would be, right. but also to be humble enough to, yes, ask for help but also to understand that you couldn't possibly know everything. You couldn't mm. possibly do everything perfectly the first go round and allow the situation and the experience to teach you. 
And it is a truly, I can't even express how much this pivot experience has been humbling for me to realize that I need more than just myself to succeed. Wow. Wow. This has been a rich experience for you. One absolutely rich. <laughs> <laughs> you will never ever I mean and I and I think that um you you need this for where you're going. I you know not not sure you said two and a half years ago you went to France, correct? That is correct. And I definitely did not know what I was getting myself into. And so it has changed me in quite a few ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think, yes, it does prepare for the steps in life. What that is, I'm not quite sure. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure what all of this is preparing me for. Right. But it's certainly teaching me lessons that I didn't expect to have to learn. I want to encourage our listeners out there, Melissa, to really um, this whole idea of stepping out because um you said I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but there was some, there's a drive. There was a drive inside of you to step out. Like there was, I would say, I'm just going to guess, right. There was something. I would say you're correct. Yes. I I did. I definitely did want to do this. Mm -hmm. I did want to enrich my life in terms of uh, being able to speak another language fluently, being able to work in another culture. I feel like those things are invaluable in a corporate career. Mm -hmm. I also love the idea of it being an enriching experience for my children to be bilingual. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, I to be fu- fully honest, I underestimated the extent to which it would be a challenge and it would require humility and flexibility on my part. Right. I really thought I could come in and be successful immediately. And what I found is that there was so much more to learn. Wow. Okay. Okay. I like something you said. There were two things. The level of the, the generational, we talk about generational wealth, talk about generational wealth as in money, leaving generational wealth. But I see a generational wealth that you have created for your children. And I would venture to guess that this will pass down from, you know, from generation to generation, or at least I hope so. I would hope that this, this change or this pivot experience will carry on through generations. And you just never know. But I just think that sometimes we look at generational wealth, quote unquote, as in money. Um, but but these kinds of experiences, as we said, are, that's rich. And it's something that your children will never forget either. So I think that um, a lot of times we have pivot experiences and we don't realize how they, the level of the impact, you know, we don't realize it. We don't see far. We don't see down the line. But I believe something like this, this experience is really going to be far reaching. Well, I certainly hope so. (laughs) I hope so. I hope that this is something that generations after me, my own children and their children will benefit from because that's ultimately why we're put here on earth. Yes. So (laughs) exactly, exactly. And not to be afraid. I want to just continue to tell our listeners, don't be afraid. I mean, if there is something inside of you pulling, I mean, there are, I talk, I talk to women all the time who have this tug within them to make a change and they're afraid and they're not sure. And sure. You, sometimes you get in and you're, you didn't know it would be this way, but but I think you owe it to yourself to try. I think you owe it to yourself to make the step to do it. Um, I can say that despite the challenges that I've encountered, I wouldn't change it for the world. I think that it is so important. I'm so grateful and so glad to have taken this. It was a major step. It has had 
major challenges. But like you said, don't be afraid because it is so enriching and there's been so many wonderful things that have come out of it that it, it would really, I would have been doing myself a disservice not to have taken a big step. So if you have the opportunity, if you can get to an opportunity, if you can chase down an opportunity, by all means, please, please, please take that leap of faith. Oh, I was going to say, give us some parting words, but you know what? That's, <laughs> that, that's it right there. I, I, and I don't know if there's anything else you would want to say, but I definitely like the idea of, of encouraging our listeners to take that, that leap. Like just, just do it. Well, as the French would say, voila, which means there you go. That's <laughs> my last word. Don't be afraid. Just do it. <laughs> Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Y'all, this, let me tell you something. It's, it's wonderful when we can get so many diverse perspectives to share on the Pivot Podcast. That is the, the goal here is to share with you the experience of women who have made changes that whether they were forced or they chose and, and just provide you with some good nuggets, solid wisdom and strategies that are going to help you. Um, my hope is that you were able to relate to Melissa and to her experience, maybe you're thinking of moving across the world, maybe not today, okay? But you're thinking about making a major change in your life. You're kind of tiptoeing around it. You've been talking about it. You're dreaming about it. Something in your belly, just there's something in you and it's always been there. I'm encouraging you. I think Melissa is saying, do it, step out. Um, It's going to change your life let's say for the better, right? You're, you're definitely, the you're definitely not going to leave France the same way you came, correct? No, for the better, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for joining, joining us on the Pivot Podcast today. I'm so excited for um, just you and where you're headed and the legacy, the whole nine, your family, what you're learning, the growth, the experience. I surely have been encouraged. And so I just appreciate you taking out the time to really share with our listeners um, your experience. Well, it was my pleasure. Thanks so much for allowing me to be a part of Pivot. It's a wonderful thing you're doing, and I hope that it will continue and that you will continue to uh, change the lives of women everywhere. Oh, thank you so much. So listen, don't forget, uh, Pivot Podcast listeners, I want you to you know, share the podcast. I definitely want you to continue to listen in. And we've got some some past episodes that I know are going to enrich your life. So make sure you take a listen to those. Thank you so much for joining us on the Pivot Podcast and have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday.